Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, welcome back to the show. My name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com, and I am joined by Barb Sodiropoulos. This is Hello. a Color Pencil Podcast. Hey, Barb, how are you? Good, how are you? Sorry, I said I'm... hi too quickly, didn't I? <laughs> no. <laughs> I am doing fantastic. So I, I have got some incredible news. Barb and I have some incredible news that we want to share today. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, get that part out of the way right now, Barb. We're just going to talk about it here. All right. So okay. <laughs> we've, got an, an, <laughs> we've got an announcement. It's something that we've been talking about for quite some time now. And so we're excited to to share this. And that is that Barb, you're used to, to hearing Barb Sodiropoulos's voice on here for a long time now. And we have I'm trying to even think, Barb, this was such an organic thing that we came to this decision that uh, you would take a more permanent seat here on the show and become the co-host um, that I can't really point to a, a day and time and say, I ask Barb to to do this. I mean, it was so organic that I really can't say much more about it than that. It was a natural thing that evolved into what we want to announce today, Barb is going to be on the show. She's going to be the co-host. So, yay! It's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly right. I should. I feel I like just, I should play something here. I, I've got. Right? What do we got? Cheers. We got drum rolls. We got, oh my goodness! <laughs> you should have played the drum roll. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> A little late here. <laughs> I'll I'll put oh the drum goodness. roll in. That's what I'll do. <laughs> Okay, that goes on forever. I know, wow. that's like a, that's a standing ovation right there. I'm excited to have this very reasonable, level-headed voice sharing with me here on the podcast, someone who is as knowledgeable as Barb. Um, it's so exciting. Um, wow. I'm, I, I'm excited to make the announcement and to, to talk about it. Well, thanks, John. I, I, I'm really, I was, I was very happy to hear you ask. I mean, it's obviously something I've thought about too. Just again, as you said, I, I kind of just would have these conversations and then I think I would say to you often like, oh, you shoot a podcast on that. And you'd be like, well, why don't we just record it? And we'll, we'll do <laughs> well, it now. We talk, and I was like, sure. We, <laughs> we talk a lot anyway. And it was just like, as we were talking, uh, it was just sort of this natural thing where we would be like, yeah, we should actually do a podcast about that. And uh, and then we would record a podcast. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I so, think just anyway. naturally our conversations would just, we were like, you know, this actually, maybe other people would think this is interesting too. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. the podcast existed before, you know, you and I became friends, but, right. um, you know, it's, it's, it's really nice for me to um, obviously be, have been, you know, officially asked and included. It's certainly mm -hmm. something that, I've really enjoyed doing. I mean, I was was interviewed on this podcast as a guest artist in 2018, and it's funny to think it's been that long ago now. But right. you know, I think you and I just kind of continued sort of talking on and off after that, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, 
you know, have obviously developed a friendship over the years and a little bit of like a co-mentoring thing. So yeah, it's been really, uh, it's been really great. And, and like you yeah. said, it's been a really natural kind of organic pro- progression to this. And, you know, yeah. it worked out well just with me, you know, my schedule freeing up a little bit more now that I've kind of transitioned also to being a full-time artist. That's kind of a, a secondary announcement is that yeah. I, I'm, kind of decided to not be a full-time graphic designer anymore and i'm moving more to being a full-time artist so just yeah, with so, all of those things happening <laughs> right right yeah and i know we did want to talk about that today yeah um but so yeah let's talk about that for a moment like what what was uh the driving force behind that decision what uh was there one thing in particular i mean what what made you decide okay i'm going to just pursue art more than my graphic design career? I think, um, I mean, it's certainly something that's always been there for me in the background. I mean, when I was in art school, I was very passionate about art and illustration, and it's Mm -hmm. truly what I wanted to pursue. But I think I had always just said to myself, okay, well, you know, it's going to be too hard. And, you know, obviously when you're, when you're an artist or, or an illustrator for that matter, it's not something that you necessarily, you don't get hired by an employer typically and then have a regular paycheck from something like that. You're very much yeah. setting yourself up to be in this kind of freelance state where your income isn't necessarily stable. And yeah. I think at the time, you know, I was thinking about the student loans I had and all of that. And I knew that I couldn't teach myself graphic design the same way that I felt I could continue to work at my craft and as an artist and eventually Mm -hmm. develop and improve. Mm -hmm. So what I did is that I sort of took illustration and graphic design in tandem in school and I chose to focus on graphic design just because, you know, I wanted I wanted to learn those skills, but I thought that I had maybe a little bit more of a future with that in terms of a career and Mm -hmm. that I was like, I can always do the art thing later and whatever. And, um, and yeah, so I, I mean, obviously I did pursue that and I I don't regret my time at all. I think a lot of artists, when they go to art school, uh, sort of end up in the graphic design route. And if it's something that they're good at, they pursue for a while, but for me, it was really just this thing where I'm like, I still, I'm still so passionate about art and, Mm -hmm. you know, it it still found its way into my life when I Mm -hmm. started getting more involved in the colored pencil community and, you know, eventually started to read for colored pencil magazine. It was one of those things where doing it on the side is like kind of a, a, a background hobby or whatever. When I think especially when I started writing for the magazine, it really started becoming apparent to me that like maybe I could eventually do this as yeah. a full time thing. I right. didn't, you know, at the time I didn't, I wasn't really ready for that yet. But, um, you know, I talk a little bit on my blog on on one of my uh, blog posts. I, I posted something called uh, the, the article is called The Power of Yes. And so... <laughs> The, the point of that episode was essentially that, you know, when you when you open yourself up to saying yes to certain opportunities, even when they scare you, sometimes you'll be surprised by the response that you get or just the opportunities that come for it from it. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, I think about just just the idea of me starting an art blog just because mm-hmm. and then finding out that. Sally from Color Pencil Magazine was happened to be reading it and asked me to write for the magazine, and I said yes mm. to that. And then, wow, that is so of, cool. 
Yeah, That's how then, that happened, huh? That is awesome. Yeah. And because of that experience, then you contacted me and wanted to interview yeah. me. And I said yes to that, even though I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, at the time, right? And, because uh, yeah. you know, sometimes things are happening around you and you don't really have a sense of how it's really being perceived by everybody right. else, I guess. Right. Um, and so, you know, just all those opportunities, it was kind of like this build one thing after another. And yeah, it got to a point where I actually had to start saying no to certain opportunities because yeah. I had a full-time job and I just yeah. didn't have time. Right. And I really just kind of, especially this year, really started looking at like, okay, how many times do I have to keep saying no to these things? Like, <laughs> do like, you know what I mean? Like my, mm-hmm. my, my drive to want to do these projects and these opportunities was starting to become higher than my desire to say no, I guess, yeah. or maybe yeah. not a desire to say no, but like, I, I just, I kept feeling like, okay, well, when am I going to do this? Like, when is going to, yeah. when is going to be the right opportunity? Is there going right. to be a right time? Like there's never right. a right time. Right. So, um, I just really thought, okay, like, you know, and then you and I were discussing kind of more ideas to do with the podcast and stuff. And I'm, and, mm-hmm. but it was always, again, a time factor. It was like, okay, well, I'm not available during the day or during the week. Right. So right. if you and I were doing anything, you know, a lot of people don't know, we would be like, we pick a Saturday, we record like four episodes. It would yeah. be a really long day. We would change and, our clothes. We would change shirts, yeah, you know. Change shirts yeah. to pretend like it was a different right. day that we were meeting. And, and by the time you know, we were done, we were exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It was really long days. And so, yeah. Yeah. you know, it, it was just things like that where where yeah. I just kind of was like, man, I really, I just, I feel so passionate about these things. And I really want to be able to give more of my genuine time to it. But yeah. how how am I going to do that? Something's got to give. Right. Right. And I mean, maybe some people would think quite foolishly, I was like, well, it's got to be the full time job. So, <laughs> so, well, so, but, <laughs> but you bring a lot to the table. I, I'm really glad you did make that decision. I mean, there's the, the unique perspective that you and, and Sally of Colored Pencil Magazine. I can't say enough about that magazine. You guys need to check that out if you haven't already. Most people listen to this podcast already subscribe, but. I'm sure she saw something in what what you were able to do in your blog and just your presence online uh, that made it so unique and different, not just your artwork, um, but the way that you uh, conceptualize your ideas also was a huge thing for me. Having this unique perspective and someone who actually can articulate what they're talking about with regard to anything art related and colored pencil and then mixed media and social media. And, it, you know, the list goes on and on. And, and we've talked about some of those topics in some of the episodes that we've done, but just having that different perspective, I thought was so valuable when you've got a full-time job, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that it's a good thing really when it starts becoming something that kind of gets in your way a little bit, right? To yeah. express some of your creativity and to go in other areas uh, yeah. that you're interested in. I think too. And I mean, you know, you mentioned Sally and I really have to give her a lot of thanks and credit. I mean, she's been very much uh, one of my biggest supporters and has certainly mm-hmm. sent a lot of opportunities my way. And yeah. 
you know, I really am thankful to her for the um, opportunities that she's given me, the platform that she gave me for almost four years. I mm-hmm. mean, she certainly has been, um, you know, a real champion of of what I've been doing. And even yeah. that, I mean, I've never met her in person. I've never met you in person. So, like, you know, That's to right, be able to... To be able to have those connections with people and able to be giving that, that having that much faith from someone you've never even met face, like truly yeah. face to face. so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, you know, it's, it's nice in a way because you're just yeah. like, well, I must, I must be doing something right, I guess, you know, <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it, those, those kinds of things are great and, and, you know, certainly, um, Trying to balance the two lives, I guess, had been a challenge at times, for sure. I mean, there were a lot of times where I was working 12 plus hour days between my day job and then trying to do things at night for my art business. And that's the reality of how it has to be sometimes. But, um, you know, I was just getting to a point where I was like, I really feel like in my heart that I need to try and give this an honest chance. And, Mm -hmm. you know, certainly since I've been, um, you know, more involved with the podcast and having a lot more interactions with the people in your community, Mm -hmm. it's really made me realize that that is it. That is part of where my passion is and that I want to start being able to be more available to have conversations with people and, and, offer more things that that i see i feel people want for me i mean mm-hmm. maybe I, I i could end up being completely wrong but I well just, i mean you're not you're <laughs> not a complete stranger to any of no, this really and no. you've been on the podcast probably a hundred times i don't know i've lost count it's um not quite that many yet, and, yet, and <laughs> you've you've taught you've you've presented inside monthly sharpener in uh, one of our member circle office hours you wrote that article for so long um in color pencil magazine it's not like you just um you know you're just flying by the seat of your pants and just <laughs> decided one day waking up hey i think i'll no. <laughs> quit my full-time job and start doing it. i yeah. mean there's there's more of a demand and people asking you for help and for things specifically that, and you're answering that particular call. So, so you are still involved in your day job, right? A little bit. I mean, you've not completely, so I I don't think this is insane (laughs) at all. You know, I mean, you could look at what I I did is more insane. If you want to really talk (laughs) about crazy things, I got laid off along with a whole bunch of other people instead of going and getting another programming job, an IT job, I I didn't do that. The approach that you've had to this, I think, is is very commendable. Yeah, the other that I guess that's one thing I also want to mention is that the, I didn't just wake up one day and quit my yeah, job. That wasn't right. uh, that's not no. what happened here. First of all, I'm not that spontaneous, and <laughs> I would probably give myself a bit of a mental collapse if I had done that. So uh, but, that risk meter is kind of high. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was a lot of conversations. You know, obviously with people that I trust, and yeah. also, um, you know, with my partner. Like he was very, very supportive, and. Um, that made a really big difference as well. I mean, it wasn't even a second guess for him. He was very much like, you should totally do this. I believe in yeah. you. And, you know, just even having that kind of support for me was really valuable because yeah. it, it does help right. you feel like, okay, like I am, you know, any actually anyone that I've told or was kind of told my thoughts b- before actually making the decision it was surprising to me how overwhelmingly positive everyone was about it, but also yeah. just like, yeah, you should have been doing this anyways, which is 
amazing because there's always that like you sort of expect a little bit that people are going to be like totally but like you're always going to get the people that are like are you sure that's a good idea and i feel like when you have a lot of skeptics it's maybe a sign that you really shouldn't be doing it (laughs) right right but i mean and sometimes it's two people just imposing their own fears on you but Mm -hmm. in my case it was it was very very lucky that uh you know almost everyone i told was was over the moon about it and just Mm -hmm. thought it was the greatest idea and i was like oh okay well all right thank you and uh that's that's wonderful. I mean, to be honest, even even when I told work, they they were very um I mean, I was at the same job for or same company eight years. And yeah. for them to be like, you know what, we get it, we understand. I mean, most of them follow me on Instagram or at least are aware that I'm an artist as well. And so to even yeah. have their understanding and support was was really nice because oh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm very I'm very also fortunate that I am still able to work for them a little bit part-time, which is nice, but yeah, that's um, great. Yeah. But I mean, and, and you know, like it's, it's, it's still a pandemic. <laughs> There's still, it's not, it's not really the best time to be making those decisions from like an on paper standpoint, but mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. the same time, I mean, that's also part of what was motivating to me is that, you know what, maybe the future is unknown and mm-hmm. do I want to, you know, there, there's the risk in the, in the fear response, and then there's the risk in a, uh, you know, how how long am I going to wait before I try to to do this? Because if we, I mean, not to get all philosophical and deep on you, but truly, like, if we only get one shot at this, like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to regret what I did with my time. Yeah, I don't. No, you know, that's, I, I don't. I think that's yeah. exactly right. That was my one of my biggest uh, motivations is. Um, I thought, yeah, I could go, um, you know, get, get an IT project management role job or whatever, uh, yeah. a number of different roles in, in, uh, IT. And I thought, yeah, I could do that. That would be the easiest, obvious answer. Uh, but then I would always be wondering yeah, what if, you know, and I didn't, I, I, I thought that was more risky. It's more risky to, to think yeah. about the fact that, you know, I'm going to regret that I'm going to regret whether or not it could have been something that I could have pursued, you know? So for me, it, it was yeah. not, it was not a risky move. It was more risky to not do it. And yeah. out of the 3000 people, I think it was that left as far as I know, I'm the only yeah. one that pursued uh, a business venture. I mean, I had started before that, but for as sure. everybody probably knows, but no, I agree with that logic. I, I just think you did it even more gracefully than I did by not just being all risky about it the way that I did. I mean, I was already doing it, but still, it was still more of a risk, but I didn't want a back door and I didn't have the option of staying at my company and working for my company. And I'm glad that you do. I think that's, I just think that's very wise. To yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely been helpful for sure. I mean, I am yeah. not I'm not a high risk taker personality by any means. And so and see, you know, and I am. And so that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. But that's a problem with no, me. And I and, have to remember that. <laughs> well, but what I mean, what's what's good about that also is that I it when I sort of started thinking about it, I was like, OK, what do I need to do this and not feel like in a state of panic? So it was like, yeah. OK, I need to be smart about this. I need to plan financially. I need to make sure, yeah. like, you know, as I mentioned before, that my partner is on board with this. Um, right. You know, how and Camaro, do I, feel about I mean, it? 
Is he yeah. on board? I mean, really? He, I mean, think about he it. He really is. People haven't <laughs> met him yet. He's not in the room, but yeah, one day, one day I'll bring him on so everyone can see the adorableness yeah. that is my dog. Uh, I mean, so that I mean that was another factor is that you know yeah. we got this this puppy who is who needs all of our attention at the uh, at the end of July. And I mean, you know, there was a shift too in my priorities and my time with that. I mean, I, I'm sure for people that follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen yeah. that I haven't posted much lately. And it's honestly like <laughs> trying to find a balance again, now having this other living creature who needs my time and my attention, you know, like right. I can't just, I can't just spend my entire day in my office now working, but right. in saying that, you know, this was also part of my motivation in making this change was that I'm like, okay, I need to still also have a work-life balance. And I didn't yeah. have that yeah. before because I was just working all the time. And now like if the dog has to go out, he has to go out unless I want him to make a mess on my floor. Right. Uh, he needs, he needs my attention, but it's yeah. been great in the sense that it's forcing me to take breaks that I wouldn't yes. have before. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pushing me to prioritize my personal time. Yeah. When you're on your deathbed, nobody wishes they would have worked more. You're right. And so part yeah. of it. I've heard that one a for, lot yeah. and makes a lot of sense. Totally. So I part wish of I'd have been is, in the office just a little right, more. One more hour. So, <laughs> one more hour. Yeah. So that was part of it for me too. It was like, okay, well, how do I, how do I start living more authentically to how I yeah. want to live my life? So yeah. part of that for me is, is having those personal moments, you know, spending time with, with my boyfriend and my dog and, yeah. and having those, those family moments and then also yeah. in personal time and then also yeah. having you know, what I do is like my purpose or my work be something that is something I'm truly, truly passionate about. Yeah, I mean, right. I do love graphic design, but it it doesn't light me up in the same way that art does and yeah. having these conversations and helping others. And yeah, and I just feel like I need to have I need to have that be part of my life. It needs mm -hmm. to you know, I need to feel like what I'm doing here is meaningful and yeah. It, it just became one of those things where I'm like, I I don't want to waste any more time not yeah. pursuing that. It may take right. me a while to get to the place I really want to be, but at the same time, like the best time to start is now. So why not? Mm -hmm. Well, and then another way to think about it also, especially if you're listening today and you're thinking about making this leap yourself, if you want to call it a leap, even if you're going to moonlight and start creating art on the side or doing something to where you're generating some revenue based on the things that you're doing and not working for a boss the entire time. Risk really is, I think, more defined by narrowing the choices. And if the way Barb's doing it here, she's got her, her foot on both sides of the fence and straddling here because She's getting income from more than one place. And I think it's more risky to put all your eggs in one basket in a job and to say, okay, this is going to be my one paycheck. That could end tomorrow, you know. Yeah. I don't get my income from one source. I get it from a lot of uh, a variety of sources. And I feel so much more comfortable now that I don't have all of my income wrapped up in one employer giving yeah. me that trough to feed from, but I've got it spread out now. So, well, and, and to, to your point in saying that, I mean, you know, I'll bring up the pandemic again, you know, I think yeah. there were a lot of people that really had a rude awakening with that when yeah. they lost their jobs for whatever reason. Right. And 
which is a, has been an incredibly unfortunate economic side effect of of all of this, you know, aside Absolutely. from obviously the health issues. But yeah, um, you know, and and that part of that part of it made me think too was that you know we all in March seventeenth of twenty twenty we yeah. all went to work from home in in my job and yeah. we still haven't been back and yeah. And in, in that sense, we were, we were really lucky and the company that I worked for was very fortunate to be able to thrive in that situation. We didn't actually really end up losing anyone, but Mm -hmm. the reality of the situation was that there was a few months there where it, it was unknown. It it was unknown what would happen. And, you know, I had that exact same thought that you just brought up is that when you're relying on one source of income if you're thinking about transitioning or even just as your own safety net there's nothing wrong with having a bit of a you know it's often referred to as a side hustle right um, right. you know kind of happening for you and if Mm -hmm. you're an artist and you have the ability even just to take commissions occasionally and you can control how much of that you take on absolutely um, you have a built-in yeah. way of cr- Even, generating some more revenue. Yeah. yeah. My goal for my art business was always just to be able to have it pay for itself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in the last couple of years, I was really fortunate that um, I didn't have to use the money that I made at my job to pay for anything to do with my art related stuff. Yeah. And that was always my goal was to be able to have it fund itself. And it yeah, finally was awesome. at that point too, which, mm-hmm. you know, which was really great. I mean, some people will give you the advice that you should be able to replace your income almost entirely before you make the leap, but it's a catch 22. Because That's incredibly me, hard to do. It's though. incredibly hard yeah. without burning yourself out completely. And, right, right. and that was the, that was the position I came to as well was that it's like, okay, well, for me to actually put in the effort and the things that I want to do that would replace my income, I need more time and I don't have time. Well, why yeah. don't I have time? Because, you know, so it's it, aside from if I just decided not to sleep and I'll be honest with you. I'm at an age now where I'm not interested in not sleeping. (laughs) I've been at that age for a while. (laughs) Yeah. I very much like my sleep. I am not in my 20s anymore. I have no desire to work till all hours of the morning and sleep. Like it's not, that is not a thing for me. I am not interested. (laughs) So, so, you know, at that point you have to start making more strategical choices, right? Like how, how am I going to, how am I going to make these things happen? And again, right. at what point do you just decide, okay, well, it's a bit of it's a bit of a gamble, but I also feel like, you know, I'm not starting from square one either. No, I mean, not. it's not like I just started drawing yesterday and I'm no. trying to make a business of it. If you right. want to do that, cool. But like I wouldn't recommend it. But no, but, you no. know, there was there was some some, I guess, uh uh security behind my reasoning in doing this. Like I felt yeah. confident enough that Well, there's a lot of forethought that went into yeah. uh this pre planning that Barb's talking about. And I mean she's not elaborating a whole lot on it, but I mean she she really uh thought this through for a long time. This wasn't something that she just, you know, an epiphany one day. But you brought up something I think's very interesting and if you're listening today and you're thinking about your own path and your story and what you may be doing then I think that thinking about this advice Barb talked about where you, you know, there's only, a, there's a few things that are extremely fleeting and are important also with regard to making decisions because of the limited resources that we have. And I'm talking about time. I'm talking about money, but I'm talking more about time and focus. 
And if you think about those three things, those are limited in supply and, and time. Often you'll hear people say, you know, they'll say, well, time is the most important one. Time's the most precious of those. And maybe that could be uh, correct. There's also a fourth thing, though, other than time and money and focus or attention to something focusing on one problem or one event at a time. And that is your existence, your age. There is a limited amount of time within a season of your life. And once that's over, it's over there. You know, this is not a dress rehearsal. Sometimes I have to remind myself about that. Once those moments are gone, they are gone entirely. They will not come back. And so that focus coupled with time, pair that with where you are in your season of life right now, that's not ever going to come back to you. And so what you do with it right at this moment can have pretty lasting effects. All right. So Barb, let's talk about what, so what are some of these immediate things that you're excited about and that you're going to be focusing on now with some of this excitement and time? Uh, and then we'll talk about the future, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, aside from obviously having an opportunity to create more artwork, which is part mm-hmm. of the goal, yeah. um, is that I also want to start taking on a little bit more mentoring with other artists. I already have that kind of set up, but it's not something I've fully promoted yet, but it's uh, uh, definitely something that I want to start doing a little bit more. I know I've certainly done it kind of but on the side for friends or for other artists, even through Instagram. And, you know, I'll, I'll send people these long emails and they're like, oh, thank you so much for giving me such a long response. And I was like, yeah. oh, you're welcome. But then I'm like, <laughs> you know, okay, well, maybe, maybe someone would actually like want this from me officially and not just, you know, the stuff that I'm doing on the side. But I mean, I've, I've helped friends with their businesses, um, just kind of getting them started. Um, most recently, I just helped my sister with a side business she just started. And, um, you know, and whether that's utilizing my graphic design skills or some of my insights with social media or marketing, I really feel um, passionate about being able to help people with those things and giving mm-hmm. them the knowledge that sharing that knowledge. Um, yeah. I think sometimes I haven't really realized how much I know about some of those things until I'm explaining it to somebody else. Yeah. And in the times when I've been able to help, you know, friends or whatever with their projects and they've just been like, thank you so much. Like you just, you, your help was so invaluable. Like, I, I think I was like, like, I guess again, just didn't really realize how much I knew, but also just wanted to be able to offer that more to other people as well. Yeah. And well, that's the thing. When you don't realize what you know, then that's when you know you really have something that is valuable to others because you kind of take it for granted sometimes. Yeah. The things that that I know, things that you know, and someone else knows, uh, you'd never really consider that, oh, this is something that's valuable to someone else who yeah. doesn't understand that. You know? Well, and you and I, uh, you know, certainly through our friendship, we've had kind of a co-mentoring thing and What's been really great about it is we both have strengths in different areas. So right. we, I mean, we're often helping each other a lot with different areas of our businesses. And right. it's been really, really rewarding to not only do that with you, but also, again, with the people that I've helped, it's it's just made me feel like, you know, just that when you can truly help someone and you mm-hmm. see how genuinely 
grateful they are. There's mm-hmm. something about that that just feels meaningful and mm-hmm. it makes you feel mm-hmm. like, okay, like I, I, my, my good thing that I did today was that I actually helped somebody else out with something yeah. that meant something to them and saved right. them either hours of research or whatever. And, you know, for me, that's something that I want to keep doing. I want to mm-hmm. be able to, to offer that out to people. I mean, I, I research certain things on my own just because I'm interested in it and yeah. And it's easy for me because I'm like, well, I'm already interested in that. So I wanted to learn about it anyways. And now here's the information for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't say enough about that. I mean, it has been a very uh, nice symbiotic kind of relationship that Barb and I have grown into and and have enjoyed. Her design skills are just, it's just, I I don't even understand how somebody can, uh, it's like, it's like you uh, were raised on another planet. Knowing some of the things you know about design and I mean, it's a bit uh, much, but topography okay. we'll, and we'll take it. <laughs> all that stuff that I I just don't I don't hardly get that, but but Barb knows that stuff so well. Um, but it's it's not just you know it's not just images at all. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's it's text and and design and things like that related to all those things. You just have a, a good sense about certain things related to social media and website design and things like that. Yeah. I, I'm excited about that because you certainly can, you've got a lot to share uh, related to design and I can't wait for you to, to be able to help people out with that. That is yeah. exciting. <laughs> I would, I think really that's is. sort of where I wanted to, to direct my focus as well when I'm helping mm-hmm. people. I mean, there's certainly a lot of people out there I know other artists for that matter, helping with technique and that sort of thing. But my, my focus really wants to be more in, um, just the idea of ideation, creative ideation, Mm -hmm. or talking about design. Um, you know, one of the services that I'm going to be offering is a website consultation where essentially I, I'll go look at your website, do an audit for you, let you know, you know, give you some suggestions on how it can improve just in terms of even the user experience. And, (laughs) you know, a lot of times those are things that, artists don't really think about or they're not looking at it from the same perspective as somebody who's coming there as a customer or somebody who's there navigating it and needing certain amounts of information. Right. right. Um, you know, the other thing obviously is I'm going to be, I, I don't have it quite ready to launch yet, but uh, there's going to be a kickstarting your art business um, option as well, where, you know, I can help guide somebody through the beginning stages if they want to start pursuing their own art business, whether that's through commissions or something else. And Again, there's there's going to be an option also for just general critiquing if that's what they want from me as well. But I think really where my focus is going to be is just, you know, how do people uh, level themselves up? So if you've, you've figured out your technique, you're, you're good with that, like how do you now push ideas to the next level? How mm-hmm. do you, you know, look at design and composition in your work and improve that aspect of it? Like, yeah. Especially if you're wanting to create your own imagery and, and ideas, like, it's easy enough to obviously copy a photo when the composition's already determined for you. But then how do you now take those ideas that you have in your head and make them a reality? Because that's that's the yeah. most challenging creative part sometimes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah no doubt. That, that that absolutely is. Yeah, there there's so much that you're going to be able to offer through mentoring. I'm excited about that. I am too. And, I, and I'm sure if you're listening today, you're super stoked to hear that Barb's going to be offering that that's very cool all right so uh well anything else about uh immediate plans and what oh well we should probably mention that 
fact, Barb and I intend to um, do uh, some workshops. Uh, yep. So that's going to be exciting. I, I'm so uh, pumped about that. And yeah. uh, so the cool thing about it is uh, Barb may do some things with me, but she's also going to be offering teaching herself. And I think that's very, very exciting, very valuable to the art community, to the colored pencil community. Also, we need more good teachers. We need more competent teachers who who understand this from the inside out and, and can actually offer something that will help you as the artist with real growth and not not just copying another process. And I'm excited about that because Barb's really focused on that, on on real teaching to help you advance in your own particular style and in the level that you want to to be at. So I'm I'm super excited about that. Thanks. I really yeah, am. no, I, I've got some some courses that I'm uh, planning. I mean, obviously, yeah. it takes a little while to do the production on those and get them right. rolling. But, you know, I'm hoping it's a lot of work next. <laughs> it is a lot of work. <laughs> I'm hoping uh, next year to be releasing some of those. But yeah. in the meantime, you know, as you mentioned, you and I are talking about doing some some workshop collaborations. And yeah. and again, you know, the thing that's just really valuable about that is, you know, we come from such different kind of backgrounds of experience. And right. so, you know, it's not just two people getting together and necessarily saying the same thing. We can no. kind of give two sides of it. And, you know, you can talk about your experience from, you know, the, the style of artwork that you do. And I can come from like a, you know, a different perspective. And right. certainly my work is a lot more illustrative and that sort of thing. So even in that sense, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of coming from two different, two different sides of the coin. And, you know, I've mm-hmm. said to you before that I'm also really passionate about um, promoting and exploring uh, different uh, ways to use colored pencil and that it doesn't always have to be high realism. And there's right. nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. But it's there, there are other ways to express yourself in this medium. And there yeah. are other ways to kind of like, you know, make artwork with it. And, and I want to help be an advocate for pushing for that. With certainly there's no lack of, of talent and skill in artists that are using this medium. And I would love to see people push that more and yeah. and use their creativity now with their technical skills to right. to go do something different and and really challenge and push what this medium is capable of. Yeah, I think I think we have seen what the medium is capable of I- as far as in one direction yeah. uh, of photorealism. Yeah. I and mean, we've we've seen that for a decade or so, right? Um but I I, I really do think there is this this dearth, this lack in the medium of pushing it in this other direction. Uh, so that's exciting to me that, that uh, you're going to be one of the key players here to be able to fill that space in just more of the illustrative side of things. And even in impressionism, I mean, the medium just hasn't gone in certain areas, but that's probably yeah. an entirely different show. It totally is. <laughs> uh, but that that's exciting. That is, that is so awesome. I'm sure people are just so excited, though, listening right now and thinking about all the things that uh, you're going to be able to offer. So, Barb, you wrote a blog post about some of the new things you're going to be uh, looking forward to, right? And yes, is that right? I did. You did, right? And so we'll link up to that in the show notes for sure. If you want to go check that out, guys. All right. So in wrapping up here, Barb, I guess we didn't even talk about 
the new color charts. And I mean, if you listen to the podcast, uh, you know that, you know, Barb creates color charts now and she's done several. She's working on another set. You want to talk about that, Barb? Where we go? Yeah. So actually the phase two of the color charts is out now. If you have phase one, that was sort of the the primary popular brands and now phase two is out. So that includes Kieran Dosh Pablo, the Holbein Artist Color Pencil, uh, two of the Derwent brands, or sorry, color lines, and then um, also Prismacolor Verithin, Verithins. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about the Pablos for sure. That's so yeah. exciting. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so so that that sets out and they're they're available as uh singles and as well in the five pack again. Um I'm also gonna be releasing a phase three set, hopefully in the next month or so as well. So stay tuned for those. But yeah, just uh just people have really responded well and I'm so appreciative to everyone who's already purchased them. Thank you so much. It was one of those things where I I thought, okay, well, <laughs> I know I like these. Maybe someone else will too. So it's been it's oh, been nice man. to get that. Uh, I've that. even heard uh, a lot of positive feedback about these charts. So big, big, uh, big round of oh applause my goodness, here. <laughs> I got I got to use some of these sound effects somewhere. You know? <laughs> I feel like you're you're spoiling me with sound effects today. <laughs> oh man, I've been storing them up, just holding back. I guess. Yeah, letting it all out. No, but it, it's so awesome because th- these color charts actually make a lot of sense to me where you're actually using, you know, your pencils uh, so that you're seeing what it actually looks like. There's so many benefits to doing that. Awesome. So yeah. you've got more coming out. I'm I'm so excited totally. about that. Anything yeah, else are... in, in closing, Barb? Um, just, just that I'm really excited about this new venture. And again, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, having a bigger role with the podcast and, you know, we're still oh, obviously <laughs> sorting out a hundred percent what that looks like, but you know, just, yeah. I I'm happy that I'm able to come on here as often as I have to share my thoughts. And I'm, I'm just very, very fortunate and feel grateful for the opportunities that I've had and grateful to you for the platform that you've given me here as well. And I think, you know, I'm just excited about the future and I think there's so much potential and it's really great to be in that, that space right now. Mm -hmm. So, so thank you to you and thank you to everyone else. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Barb. No, this is, it's, it's great. It's, uh, I feel so fortunate to have you part of the show. If you like what you hear about, Barb's plans, um, you know, you can always comment in the show notes or go over to that blog post that uh, we'll have linked up in the show notes and uh, tell Barb what you think about her making this transition. I am so excited about it. So this is a weekly show comes out every Monday. But if you're part of member circle, then you know that you get the video version over there early. You get that raw, uncut ad-free and uh it's even uh less fat less sugar over there as well so (laughs) all right if you enjoy the show though consider giving a rating and or a review and we'll talk to you again next week until then take care and stay sharp bye-bye thanks for listening to this week's episode all the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com 